Uh, Governor, thanks for joining us. So Ambassador Haley's in Iowa today, okay. where the latest CBS News poll finds her at 13% in third place there. Uh, what part of her message is not resonating with voters in that crucial state, even as some polls indicate she's surging in New, New Hampshire, your state? Yeah, sure. So understand the messages are always going to be a little bit different, a little bit, a little bit tailored to each state. Whether live for your die state, I think she has a great decentralizing government message that translates here. I think it's just a matter of kind of putting that message on the ground there. Everybody and all the Republicans in Iowa want government out of their lives. They all want somebody who's going to be fiscally responsible and secure the border. These are the policies that we all agree on. Now, getting it done is, is really the difference maker. Who has that record of experience? So I think if she just spends more time in Iowa, she's going to get a lot of the similar results that she's got. She's gotten here. Um, and again, there's four or five weeks to go. People say that's not a lot of time. It's actually a ton of time. Poll numbers can move 10, 20 points in these last four or five weeks. And I have no doubt she's the only one with momentum uh, in, the, in the last couple of weeks and the only one that's going to carry it right until January 23rd. Well, let's talk about this uh, latest poll out in New Hampshire, which finds Trump uh, still in first place, 44 percent. Haley's at 29 percent. That's a big bump for her. Ron DeSantis is at 11 percent. Chris Christie at 10 percent. Everyone else in single digits. Do you think somebody needs to drop out? Uh, before uh, New Hampshire primary takes place for Nikki Haley to make up those 15 points in order to win the state? Uh, I don't think it has to happen. And I think what you're going to see is the voters are going to come around Nikki anyways. Chris Christie's voters have one mission, right, to make sure Trump's not the candidate, because that's Chris's mission. But now it's clear, un unfortunately, Chris is a great candidate, a great guy, great governor, but it, that's not the path. So they're all going to naturally come this way. DeSantis's voters, even some of the Trump voters, are now realizing, well, Trump's not inevitable. We have a choice, and it's really a binary choice. So I think naturally she's going to get enough of a bump with the voters, and maybe ultimately you know, someone chooses to drop out. That's really their choice. I'm not going to force anyone to drop out. I can't do that, of course. I think the voters are going to kind of make that statement and make it clear where their, their support's going in those polls, and then we'll, we'll see what comes from that. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 19 December in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, this is our post-AmFest. We're back in the uh, back in one of the studios, so I want to thank everybody. AmFest was fantastic. We got a lot to go through uh, with all that. I want to thank everybody who was there, and we have uh, tons of content from there we're going to go through. I want to start, though, with Richard Barris. Uh, some major polling coming from Big Data, the People's Pundit, but I think it dovetails with some other polling. So we got Richard Barris going to walk us through some of his primary polling. Then we have Boris Epstein uh, from President Trump's senior advisor for all things legal. He's going to step here and give us his observation of that. Then we're going to do national polling and get Boris's take on that. So, uh, Richard, first off, you heard Sununu, right, the yep. little pipsqueak. Um, you know, it keeps barking, keeps yapping at uh, President Trump's heel like a like a toy dog. Um, 
Walk me through your polling. You've got some pretty amazing polling, and if Denver can put up, I think you got some charts or some maps. Walk me through the uh, walk me through the primary first. The first one, Steve. Thanks for having me. As always, the first one uh, you want to show people definitely there it is. Is that map? We show these maps to people every time we have a poll come out, and really it gives a visual of where people uh, can expect a certain candidate to have support. Now. President Trump has been leading, so that map has been pretty red the entire time. But, Steve, that's a dominant map from sea to shining sea. This is the headline from the primary poll, uh, which you can see in the next chart. If they want to throw that up, uh, they can do that already. Uh, is that Trump is at an all-time high. This is the highest we've measured him. Uh, and he had a post um indictment jump that receded a little bit in our polling never you know to a point where it was competitive but you know i said this in the press release i'll say it again the the least competitive primary in modern history just got even less competitive if you can believe that so you know listening to governor sununu his problem is that uh, Haley has leapfrogged DeSantis. That's the other head headline in this poll for sure but DeSantis's people are starting to abandon him you know, he's left with what's what's remaining uh, is never Trump, people who don't like Donald Trump. That's what's going to happen to him as time goes on. The rest of them are going back to Donald Trump. Haley's lane is small. Governor Sununu seems to think it's like 2008 and 2012. Hell, even 2016. It's not anymore. So across all ideological spectrums, Trump had very clear majorities. It doesn't matter if you're a liberal Republican, a moderate Republican, a conservative Republican, which he's taking 70 percent of now. You back Trump by majority. So there's just not a big enough lane. The CBS News poll is one poll in New Hampshire. Um, let's wait and see what else happens. But it, it seemed to me to be a very moderate poll. Um, New Hampshire is only about a quarter moderate in a primary. So, you know, I'm much more confident in what we're seeing, which is there's a beer track and a wine track, Steve. He's been dominating the beer track. This new primary poll shows he's dominating the wine track as well. Richard, hang on for one second. Uh, Boris, your observations, particularly, you know, Raheem Kassam did an amazing job of really tearing apart that, uh, I think it was on Sunday when it first came out, Sunday morning, Raheem over at National Pulse was all over it, to show you all the kind of weirdness Serious in that problems. poll, the sample yeah. size, how, how, yeah, how it went up, had went down, it was very screwy. We call them brush fire polls. Just throw it out there to try and get some, trying to get some momentum. Um, and you can see all the mainstream media. They're all coming in the chorus. Nikki's surging, Nikki's surging. But as Trump says, she's surging, surging but where the, where's the change in the numbers? Boris Epstein. Steve, honor me with you, honor to be with the posse. Here's the reality. It's two races. The one race, President Trump was winning by a, not a mile, but about a thousand miles. And another is a race between Ronda Sanctimonious, President Trump annihilated in one of his powerhouse truths last night. I think one of the, uh, you know, most quintessential uh, truths in a long time. And then bird brain. So, if you if right now you've got Nikki Haley and the Florida governor fighting it out, you know one's at eight percent, one's at nine percent, and the President Trump is at seventy percent, and there's oh she's surging. Yeah, maybe she may be surging against the Florida governor, but she's not surging against the runaway uh, leader of the Republican primary and of the general election. And that's why you've got all this lawfare, you've got all this weaponization going on against President Trump because it is clear that there is no race. As Richard said, it was never competitive, and it's not even close to being competitive now. Right? President Trump is on his way to Iowa as we speak. He's going to again assert his dominance over Iowa. 
He's every single day putting out powerhouse statements on everything from foreign policy to national security to, of course, weaponization and the way that he, that he and his family and his business are being attacked. What, what are these other so-called candidates but really pretenders doing? All they're doing is whining and attacking each other. Kim Reynolds, the, the, the Iowa governor, doesn't like that President Trump has, uh, has ads out with her words about him. Well, guess what? She said them. And she needs to somehow account for the fact that she begged for President Trump's endorsement, went out there over and over speaking about how great President Trump is, and now, oh, no, she's with, she's with the Florida governor. It is a total and pathetic joke. And if you look across the spectrum that matters, which is the American voter, the Republican voter, the Democrat voter, the independent voter, the American people are backing President Trump in huge, overwhelming numbers because they know the contrast between today and just a short three years ago. Our country, energy, not just independent, but dominant. Our economy soaring, us being respected and feared by both allies and adversaries alike. And look where we are now. And these Republican pretenders, everyone knows they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance because they don't stand for anything. Only President Trump does. Um, So, Richard, you've said this from the beginning. Your polling showed you that particularly people were were willing to look at DeSantis maybe at one time, but it was always Trump-lite. And when you got the original, why go to the Erzad copy? As he starts to fade, those voters start to go to back to President Trump, uh, and this will only make a, a, a bigger spread over Nikki Haley. Is that basically your theory of the case? As you're seeing the uh, uh, data come in, the numbers come in. Yeah, just to re, you know, kind of reinforce something Boris said. This is just a reshuffling of the bottom of the deck. You know, so you know, big deal. Haley bumped uh, DeSantis out of second place. She's at. 10%, 9%. Uh, and DeSantis is now at seven or eight. I mean, they're the, the, when I keep talking about these lanes, you know, they're just not big enough for somebody to leapfrog the president or have some serious chance to do that. I don't know anyone, yeah. whether they're on the left or right, who seriously wants to have that discussion outside yeah. of just paid chills, Steve. This is math. You know, and the math is very clear. The lane is not big enough. What I would uh, argue could happen here is going into Iowa. It's a caucus. People argue with each other. President Trump's people is going to they're going to get into that caucus and there are going to be people who are committed to DeSantis. But, you know, we're committed months ago. And now they still love President Trump. And when they get in there, President Trump's captains, the the, the people who are caucusing for him are going to say, look, he's got nowhere to go after Iowa. You know, uh, months ago, yeah. maybe there was a question about electability. He's fifth and, now he's, fifth, he's romping. He's, he's, yeah. he's right. Right. DeSantis and and, and DeSantis is fifth. So. The caucus. He could. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so, and he's already, as he's already collapsing in New Hampshire, I think he's fourth or fifth. So they're running to be the world's tallest midget. Let's go to the bigger news in the big data poll is, um, is, is the general election. It is. Give us your insight on this. Some pretty breathtaking stuff. Talk, talk to us about this. The first time we've been following you guys closely. First time I've seen some of these numbers. Talk to us about it. Yeah, this is a historic first. If they can throw up the census divisions map, uh, which is a little bit more broken down than the regions map. There it is. Perfect. Um, you know, I mean, it's showing as a battleground right there in the, you know, the the northern Rust Belt. But it's not supposed to be that much of a battleground to the east of that, Steve, where the mid-Atlantic is. Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey make up the mid-Atlantic. Joe Biden is a one-point lead, which tells you the former president is running much stronger than he should be in New York. And 
and uh, which other polls have have showed as well. So this isn't novel here. Uh, and then we had Pennsylvania last month. So I'm not surprised to see Pennsylvania him doing very well in. But this is for the first time ever in polling President Trump going back to 2016. When you even when you lean people, we have never had President Trump at or above 50 percent. And this month he cracked it. So he's beating Biden with more than 51 percent. So it, it's it's big, you know, it's the, from a pollster's perspective, we don't stress this enough. When somebody gets to 50 or gets above 50, which is why the primary polling too is so important, it's statistically significant. It means we would have to, there would have to be something very, very awry, Steve, for, for it to not go down 19 out of 20 times the way that, you know, roughly within sampling eras that we expected to. Trump has always outperformed those polls. He has never in our poll, you know, we've never seen his support among Hispanics be overstated, uh, his support among African-Americans be overstated. We've always had it pretty much right where it is. So this is a big deal. And if you look in those numbers, you're going to see that Biden's only plus six with Hispanics. President Trump's at 47 when you make Hispanics lean. That's I think about what that means for the state of Nevada. Think about what that means for Arizona. Think about what that means for Southern Texas. Yeah, I got news for everybody. With the swing size we're seeing, think about what that means for New Mexico, which was closer than Colorado in 2020. You know, so uh, you just 47% among Hispanics, 20% among black voters. Fox had them at 30. You know, we, wow. we didn't get quite there. But even with sampling errors for subgroups being higher, Steve, this is a huge deal. This is a huge deal. And his lead only grows. I don't know if they continue to go on, but if you go down that table where that shows uh, all of the different scenarios, whether it's head to head with Joe Biden, whether you add Kennedy to the mix, whether you add everyone, Kennedy, Mapstead, Law, yeah, there you go, West and Stein, his lead grows not because any of these candidates are particularly great for him. I still think Kennedy, you know, chips away a little bit in some areas. But the fact is, President Trump has a base that nobody else has. And there just comes a point where his lead refuses to fall. You can see it starts above yeah. 50%. As you add generics, yeah. as you add these but, people, it chips yeah. down, but it refuses to I, I, fall below 45. Yeah. Hang on with me for a second. We're going to take a break. Yeah. I want to get Boris in here for some analysis. But 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 one of the things I've been saying for a while, and I think hopefully the campaign will, will take it, if Trump locks down his base and gets the base to turn out, I think this could be game over, right? If you see these other groups that are coming, you lock in that massive MAGA base and you've got new participants coming in, African-American men, the Hispanic, conservative Hispanic families have had a belly full of this. You're looking at what could be a blowout if you deliver, if people turn out. That's where the MAGA base is so important. Short commercial break. Boris, Richard Barris, Raheem Kassam, we're packed on a late afternoon in December in the war room. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value. Because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every 10000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon 
to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. And you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Or so some more details that Richard Barris and I will go through in a second. We know you you got to bounce. Give us your assessment of that. Then I want to ask you about some legal updates. But talk to me about that. You've been all over this from the beginning, and this is kind of dovetailing what you've been talking about. What, what's your thoughts on this latest big data polling? Steve, my thoughts are that the clarity that we've had, and if you look at the polling, I mean, even the mammoth polling on approved, disapproved for the current president of the White House, crooked Joe Biden, it flipped. When did it flip? Right at the disaster in Afghanistan. That's when it happened. And you know, you, you, there were early months there, all uh, some people were kind of giving it a look, but after Joe Biden left America, people to die in Afghanistan. The contrast between the strength of President Trump and the weakness of, well, I guess, whatever is left of Joe Biden has become crystal clear time and time and time and time again. And now you've got our streets that are absolutely decimated by crime. You've got Israel overrun, overrun by terrorism, anti-Semitic chants and protests on the streets of America. You've got safeties out the door, national security is out the door, foreign policy is gone. This country is absolutely destroyed, and the only person who can bring it back is President Trump. But you've seen that in the polling. The narrative for the Uniparty and the Rhinos used to be, oh, you know, if you look at the, the polling for the Florida governor or, the, or, or, or Nikki, she said, nope, wrong. President Trump crushes them. He beats Biden. He beats Newsom. He beats like Kamala Harris. President Trump dominates anybody and everybody, and by way greater margins. And in some cases, while the Republican pretenders are actually getting beaten by the Democrats, because this is not a regular election. This is not 08, it's not 12, and it's not any other time. This is an election where we have an absolute clear-cut, crystal-clear contrast between the presidency of the leading Republican candidate, President Trump, and this abomination, abomination yep. of a term from the, Joe Biden. And that's why and the American people are you, 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 you mentioned the Monmouth poll, and it was also, I think, another morning console. They were both pretty much on top of each other. The buried lead in both of them, I thought, was independence, which I still say is a proxy for the average American because both parties are, are quite partisan right now. The, so you can't look at the overall number of approval. It's about 24, 25%. I mean, these, I've never seen, these are Nixon type of taking the helicopter off the lawn approval rate. 24, 25% by independence. And that's, that's a change of 12, net of 12, minus six approved, plus six disapproved since September. I mean, the, the bottom has fallen out. It doesn't even cover it. 
the bottom has fallen. It's fallen yep. to to the to the floor, and now it's been burnt. There is no bottom. Yep. The American people. Of course, have how do people get you? Yeah. Uh, real quickly, any updates on on? Uh, we've been alive a couple of days. I know a lot's happening. Uh, real quickly, any update on legal? We'd be ought to be focusing on. I know you guys are having victories in the appeal courts. All that President Trump. Put out, I thought his best overall assessment of the judge in the case in New York. Of course, they didn't take it that way, but President Trump hit him with both barrels. Where do we stand on all of it? The president continues to fight this weaponization and bastardization of American law enforcement all across the spectrum. In D.C., that case has now stayed. That's very important. You're going to see a lot of back and forth, including a filing tomorrow, pushing back on the desperate move, desperate move by Biden's DOJ to try and go run to the Supreme Court. As President Trump has said, they waited three years to bring this hoax of a case in D.C., and now they want to rush. Why? Because, again, as the numbers show, President Trump is dominating the race for president. And in New York, on that civil case, the AG case, as you said, President Trump is laying it out time and time again that this case should have never been brought and should have been long terminated. His values were actually low. They weren't high. The banks are happy. Insurance companies are happy. And that Democrat judge continues to attack the president, but the president is standing tall and standing strong, just like he always has and always will for America and our Constitution. Boris, uh, social media, how do people follow you now? Steve, thanks so much. It's an honor. The website is hot, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the ground, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless and all offense. Uh, thank you, Boris. I, I want to go back to some of the stuff before I bring Barris back in. Given the polling you're seeing and Richard Barris's big data's latest poll, but Morning Consult, Monmouth, all of it, and you see how these numbers are kind of laying over top of each other. So directionally, you can see where it's going, although they're all, all different on the margin. This gets back to the point about the Federal Reserve and the Treasury. What their objective is now, they understand with lawfare, they haven't been able to slow Trump down. In fact, the polling numbers go up. Um, the the the, um, the the biopharmaceutical uh, noose pandemic or flu because they need to get to the mail-in ballots because the mail-in ballots is definitely the way they know they can cheat, right? Like last time. Th- they don't know if they can pull that off, right? I think people are too savvy for that. And we'll put up too, we'll raise too much holy hell. The last part is this is why the Fed and the Treasury have announced they're going to flood the zone. They are going to open the spigot up. To flood the zone to prop up the zombie economy with federal another Keynesian with, with Congress and this is where Mike Johnson and these guys come in a massive Keynesian uh, two trillion dollar uh, deficit to jack the economy at the same time the Fed and the Treasury using every aspect they can the Fed says they're going to make four cuts Treasury's got all these pockets of ca- cash and capital they're flooding the zone with liquidity to prop up the economy the stock market all of it that's going to be their last bulwark against Trump to absolutely flood the zone of fiat currency and the devil catch the hindmost. If the under 35 generate two generations under 35 get get wiped out to sea, that's a tough break for them. It, it's anything. It's a convergence to stop Trump. And these numbers are showing they're savvy enough. That's why the biggest tell was in this NDAA when they put the uh, when they when they put the NATO to handcuff Trump on NATO, they know he's coming back and they want to try to handcuff him as much as possible. If he does come back, we're going to do everything to try to stop it. Richard, other insights uh, from your poll in the general, brother? Yeah, Steve, you touched on it in the prior segment, right? So 
I voted in 2020, right, is pretty close. It's a little over a four-point shift, which gives Trump a little bit of an edge. And Biden won the popular vote, supposedly, by four points uh, in 2020. But among those who did not, Trump is winning six out of 10 of them. It has never, <laughs> let me put this into perspective. Republicans usually sit around biting their fingernails, Steve, hoping turnout is low every election because they don't want new voters. They don't want young voters. They don't want Hispanic voters to come into the system for the first time and vote. Otherwise, uh, you know, it could mean uh, a loss for them. It's upside down now. It's completely reversed, whatever you want to call it. Trump is bringing in these new people. And by the way, on the generic ballot, they're tied. So this is a this is a group that's going 20 points for Donald Trump and is splitting their vote down ballot. Republicans better get their act together. So, you know, I just want to as you know, you know, as as a, as an off a little, it's not off topic, but as a one off here, when I was listening to the former first lady give her uh, her speech or reading the transcript, actually, of what she had said to the newly naturalized citizens, I feel like the first lady knows this and sees this because what was her message? Now that you're a citizen, you have to participate. We don't see this. Republicans don't get an advantage from first time participants flooding the zone, Steve. That is not the way it's been since I was a, a kid, you know, and I started in politics. It has always been that Democrats needed to work to get these, um, you know, these groups yeah. that were fringe and low propensity out. Now they're saying they're going to come out and they're overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. It's a big deal, a very big deal. And that's why big you shift. might see Joe Biden do a little better on likely voter models, but uh, they'll be wrong if these people vote. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Richard, where do people go? you got another big poll you're going to put out tomorrow. We're going to have you on Thursday talk about spirituality, Christmas, all that. Where do people go to get yep. all your information, your podcast, your show, all of it? Where do they go? Best, best place, Steve, to follow everything we do is on localspeoplespundit.locals.com. Again, peoplespundit.locals.com. Want to thank Mrs. Barris too. She's the brains of the operation. Uh, Bar Richard's just a pretty face they put forward. The, That's the, it. The, uh, the we all got our gifts. You're the spokesmodel. The, sp <laughs> the spokesmodel. The spokesmodel for uh, for uh, big data. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. The people's pundit. all the best. Hus a great husband and wife team on entrepreneurship. We talked about that a lot. Um, I want to go back to this because. Um, this is a topic we're going to break down even more because it's going to have such a massive impact for this country. There was a uh, Harry Dent gave an interview over Fox Business. I will have it on tomorrow um, about uh, this flooding of the zone of fiat currency. But you have both. You're going to have both monetary policy and fiscal policy. Remember, fiscal policy is about the spending, government spending. Monetary policy is about the Federal Reserve interest rates and really liquidity. One thing we don't talk about is actually infusing the system with cash. Uh, that is their, that's the hill they're going to die on. That is what they're going to do to try to that, – that is their last effort. They're breaking the glass here, and they don't care if they wipe out a generation. That's why you need to um, – you need to read The End of the Dollar Empire. And I'm really appreciative of so many people that printed out the copies and brought it to uh, AmFest. I didn't realize when you print them all out, it's about that thick. But it's absolutely incredible. I want to thank everybody for bringing them. And I want to thank everybody for reading them. We, we have the smartest audience in all media. And the reason is, is you guys have dug in and done the hard work. Remember, you don't need to go to Harvard or Yale or Princeton to understand this stuff. And they want to keep you stupid about it. They want to keep it, make sure it's like it's so opaque that you can't understand it. You do understand it. That's why you've brought the heat. This is why these budget battles 
coming back are not just for the simple fact that we have to do this to save the economy and to save where we are, but we also it's a it's a weapon they're using to get the illegitimate Biden regime back in office. Also, it's what the deep state and the administrative state do. So go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. You might also want to talk to Philip Patrick and the team. you got to get up to speed. Get up to speed on the converging forces, on the converging forces underneath the uh, the rise of the price of gold. Make sure you understand it. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Short commercial break. Raheem Kassam, National Pulse, next in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skincare, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Mike Lindell, you made it at AmFest Alive. Thank you for joining us. Uh, give us I want to make sure everybody's got access before Christmas uh, to get to uh, my pillow, particularly the flannel sheets. What do you got going on, brother? Well, we're gonna we're gonna extend the free shipping, and then all of you, if you're gonna, you would have to pay an upcharge if you did want it in time for Christmas. But the, we do have. We're gonna take advantage of the free shipping, everybody, on the big ticket items for yourself. You got the beds, you got the my pillow mattress toppers. Get something for yourself, and there they are: the war room flannel sheets, as low as twenty nine ninety eight. That you guys, this is uh this is the best special, and they're gonna once they're gone, they're gone. On this, there's a very limited amount, but we know we still have all the sizes and and uh, every size and every color in, uh, and you get free shipping on your entire order, and uh, using that promo code War Room, 
800-873-1062. I've extended this too. This is for a few more days on the down comforter. Six, um, you, you get 60% off. But the roll and go anywhere pillows, you guys, get those. They're, they're $9.99, normally $30. We're not putting a limit on as many as you want. That's our Christmas gift to you. We're that's uh, that's right at cost. So you're getting a great, the great price there. Um, and and uh, then you go down to, you got there, there's that MyPillow mattress topper and the mattresses. So while we're running this free shipping, um, you know, get those big ticket items that cost a lot to ship. The mattresses and the mattress, MyPillow 2.0 mattress toppers, um, they're the best. You know, if you, if you want to get good sleep and you're waking up with these aches and pains, you need a different input. I always say to get a different output. And and uh, the War Room Posse has been... Uh, you guys all need to be sleeping great for the year we have ahead of us, I'll tell you. Year, year, year ahead is going to be the toughest year ever. MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. Also, the number is 800-873-1062. Make sure you call and let the operators know we got their back. We're not going to let these IRS agents put them out of a job. Mike, thank you so much, and we will see you tomorrow. I'm glad you got back. A tremendous AmFest. Your speech was incredible. Your energy uh, the Warren Posse obviously loves you uh, so much and uh, is so supportive of the company, and we just want to thank you for being there and coming over to the uh, coming over to the studio and doing doing a couple of hits with us. Yeah, and thanks everybody. And also, if you guys could, if you want to know what I did talk about on the stage, go to LindellPlan.com. See what we have going into 2024 to help save our country. Uh, there's that you can also get them get the movie there too. That let my people go there. That's part of the big plan now too. So. Steve, everyone's been real supported on on the plan too. We've got a lot of new signups at the precinct level and all kinds of stuff going on. Wow. My uh, my team is is so busy since Amfest, and uh, everybody's getting on board wow. helping out. So that's great. That's news. great. Amfest was fantastic. The ener energy was high. Dave Clemens's film "Let My People Go" to go to uh, uh, Lindell uh, the Plan dot com and you can get access to it. Let my people go. Dave Clemens, incredible. Mike, thank you so much, and thank you for being there for us in uh, in uh, Phoenix. Let's go ahead. Raheem was with us, too. Let's go. We got a cold open, a major piece that Raheem did on Sunday that's resonating around the political sphere. Let's go ahead and uh, and play the uh, cold open. And so, so what do you have to say to um, the former president's comments over the weekend about immigrants and saying that they're poisoning the blood of America? Well, look, I've been asked this question a number of times, and here's here, here's my view on these comments. First of all, he didn't say immigrants were poisoning the blood of this country. He said illegal immigrants were poisoning the blood of the country, which is objectively and obviously true to anybody who looks at the statistics about fentanyl overdoses. And I, I think just one, one observation about the press as an organization, you guys seem far more upset about the guy who criticized the problem than you did about Joe Biden, who's causing this problem. Can what? you just go back to his comments, though, sure. and sort of using language that we heard you know, during World War II? I'm sure you're a student of history. You're well aware what that kind of language represents in, in historical context. What organization do you represent? I work at the Associated Press. The idea that I am well aware, you just framed your question 
implicitly assuming that Donald Trump is talking about Adolf Hitler. It's absurd. It is absurd. Why do you think that Donald Trump's language is targeted at the blood of the immigrants and not at the blood of the American citizens who are being poisoned by the fentanyl problem? You think he was referring I think to this is ridiculous. If you watch the speech in context and you look at what's going on, it is obvious that he was talking about the, the very clear fact that the blood of Americans is being poisoned by a drug epidemic. The, the, to, to, see, to take that comment and then to immediately assume that he's talking about immigrants as Adolf Hitler talked about Jews is preposterous. You guys need to wake up and actually do some Should journalism. Should he use different here, language just, then? Because no, no, that no, is here's, 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 here's the problem with that question and that framing. You are allegedly a journalist. You're supposed to hold, speak truth to power. And yet, you're trying to circumscribe and narrow the limits of debate on immigration in this country. What you're doing is not speaking truth to power. You're trying to police the guy who's criticizing the problem so that Americans don't pay attention to the guy who caused the problem. Okay. It's an absurd question. It's an absurd question. Bang. That's a knuckle sandwich right there. Raheem, a lot of that, I think, came off this brilliant piece you wrote uh, as soon as this thing got to be a big deal. The first editorial I think I've seen on uh, on, on National Pulse. Tell us about it. Tell us your line of thought in this. And uh, President Trump, I should just add, just as we came, I just tweeted out uh, that piece from uh, that hit from J.D. Vance, which was seemed like uh, J.D. had read your editorial, sir. Yeah, that's right, Steve. And I, um, I, I have been in touch with um, Senator Vance's team over this. Um, so I do believe that, that, that what he was saying there did actually come from uh, having read the National Pulse's editorial on this in the last uh, 24 hours. Uh, you know, there, there are a lot of things to unpack here, but I'll start with the very simple thing, um, which is AP's own history with the Nazi regime. A lot of students of history will remember that the Associated Press, in fact, actually signed um, an agreement with uh, Nazi Germany to not undermine uh, the Reich, to not undermine uh, Adolf Hitler. And so the projection is strong um, in that question. But that aside, I think, you know, I wrote a book about uh, a British parliamentarian uh, who in 1968 uh, got in a lot of trouble for using the phrase rivers of blood. And I dare say that what we're seeing right now is sort of Donald Trump's rivers of blood moment. It's his, it's his Enoch Powell uh, moment. And what I mean by that is this. Um, the, the press, the corporate media is, is obviously going out of their way at the moment to, to, to misunderstand and misrepresent what, what President Trump is saying. He, I was the first person he said it to, by the way, in that interview that I did with him three months ago at Mar-a-Lago was the first time he used the phrase uh, poisoning uh, the blood of our country. And, and he explained it and he explained it contextually by talking about uh, the mental health uh, issues that are being uh, pumped into America. You know, he, he says people from the insane asylums. That is absolutely true. He talked about the uh, the drug cartels, uh, the sex trafficking, the child sex trafficking that's going on. Uh, all of these things that 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 you know, I think most reasonable people, uh, most CBP officers, most people who study the data, will show you have skyrocketed um, under Joe Biden and, and the Biden regime. And when you look at the sheer numbers alone, even if you set aside all of the um, demerit uh, that is coming in over the border, if you take the numbers alone. Um, of illegal migrants, you're going to be closing in on 10 million very soon into the United States illegally under just a couple of years of the Biden regime. And so when you take all of that together and, and, and you hear the media complaining about the quote unquote extremism of Donald Trump's comments, well, the real extremism 
is the policy that is being enacted. It is a, it is an active policy of this. Remember, Biden said surge the border, surge the border day one, and the border has been surged ever since. It is the policy of this regime in the White House right now to surge the U.S. border, to break the U.S. border, to break the United States as a result of it. That is the real extremism. And I think this reaction that you're seeing right now, just as in 1968, the press reaction to Enoch Powell saying, you know, we're going to have, you know, rivers of blood. He was using an analogy. He was using an analogy from the Aeneid, actually, in the classics. Um, but um, it's the same, it's the very same thing. It is a willful distortion and it is meant not just to misrepresent Donald Trump, but it is meant to misdirect ordinary Americans from the carnage that is taking place in America today. This is why you see it in high relief. This is another unmasking. Today, they're melting down. There's another, I think, ten or 12,000 at the border today. Uh, the pictures are just horrific, whether it's in Texas, in the Rio Grande Valley, or up in Eagle Pass. And yet, they're haranguing Republicans. They're getting in, in J.D. Vance's face and haranguing them. There's no haranguing at all on the invasion of this illegal alien invasion of our country. There's no haranguing. They're playing patty cake. Oh, well, you know, the United States has always stood for safety. Hey, this is not our asylum laws and the lies the media are telling about this. The asylum laws are very restrictive. Economic, uh, economic uh, deprivation and problems with your economics is not any reason at all for asylum. It's just not. Otherwise, we'd have four billion people here, which is what they want. This is they're, they're gaming the asylum laws. They're breaking the asylum laws to allow and exacerbate, initiate and exacerbate an invasion of the country. Next hour, we're going to have people coming back from Amfest out of Phoenix Airport, couldn't even get on the planes because of so many illegal alien invaders put on planes and paid for by your tax dollars and treated like first class uh, citizens. Raheem, what is it going to take for the Republican, the globalist Republicans to throw in here and say, hey, even got Abbott and these guys have been terrible up to now are, are actually passing bills, being forced to sign bills that MAGA representatives in the state of Texas are passing. What is it going to take for the globalist Republicans to understand that the, their, their fate as politicians uh, depend upon them coming in hard? On, and this is an, an, an invasion by illegal aliens, okay, by illegal aliens. So quit harping on Trump and start harping on what the problem is, brother. Yeah, and I think I think we can also um, see. I, I think they've got the clip ready um, to to play here of, of Mitch McConnell's response uh, to a question that he was asked about this as well. And I think it, it's worthwhile considering um, how a lot of these Rhino Republicans are dealing with this issue, because of course they are going to immediately um, and, and instinctively side with the uh, former Nazi associated. Uh, associated associated press, right? Instead of actually representing the real case uh, as it stands on the border, and I, hey, I think hey, if it were me, hey, hey, hey. yeah, yeah. Let me let me play McConnell. You can respond to it. Then yeah, let's go do to it. break. Let's play the Mitch McConnell. Let's play the Mitch McConnell clip that Raheem's talking about. We'll get Raheem's thoughts. Are you comfortable with your party's leading presidential candidate referring to legal immigrants as people who are poisoning the blood of our country? Well, it strikes me that didn't bother him when he appointed Elaine Chow, Secretary of Transportation. So McConnell has rarely talked about Donald Trump and all the controversies that come along with Trump as through, through the campaign trail. In fact, in the aftermath of January 6th, 6th has very rarely invoked the former president's name, even okay. in the past when this is, Trump... And by the way, his, his, wife, his wife, although a CCP-adjacent uh, CCP, uh, asset... 
Her old man made all, all his money with the CCP. Um, and by the way, I adamantly opposed her to go in the cabinet, but hey, I'm just one Schmendrick uh, with one voice. Um, the, uh, that, that's a false analogy. We're not talking about legal immigration, although I think le- legal immigration got to be dialed back a lot. This, we're, talking about Ill, we're talking about an invasion on the border. Why is McConnell doing that? McConnell's completely twisting Trump's uh, what Trump was saying. Is he not, Raheem? Yeah, well, or, or Steve, um, maybe Mitch McConnell is telling us something about his wife um, that we don't know yet. But, but, but it's very clear that Donald Trump was talking about drug traffickers, uh, child sex traffickers um, and, 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 and criminals who are coming over the border. That's the poisoning the blood of the country comment. And so maybe Mitch McConnell is confessing to something about Elaine Chow that I, I don't know. But if he isn't, what he's doing there is necessarily Whoa. siding with the lying corporate media over all of this. So I think Mitch McConnell's got to be asked the question again. You know, are you saying that your wife is a child sex trafficker or are you a freaking liar? <laughs> Kaboom, another knuckle sandwich. You just hang on right there, Raheem. We're going to have you back. We're going to take a short commercial break. Make sure at warpath.coffee. Let's get jacked up. We need it. Particularly, I need an energy boost coming off of Amfest. There was pure energy down there. Short break, Raheem Kassam on the other. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. You know, the energy at AmFest, these live, uh, the live audiences, um, the spectacular. And I mean, the two days there, we want to thank Charlie Kirk, the entire AmFest team. And of course, Real America's Voice, uh, Denver, the Sigs, Parker Sig, just amazing. Harry, um, how, uh, how uh, it, Harry t- such a great job coming back off the injured reserve list to, uh, to, to be the producer. Of course, my own team. Uh, everybody, Grace Chung, Mo, Jane Zirkel, Burkwam, all of it just came together. The energy is incredible, and we love that to interact with the audience. And remember, the audience, you guys are the stars. That's what my speech on Sunday was. This, this is all about you. You're the, you have Trump's back. This, all this power in the polling is you being force multipliers. You be the tip of the spear. 
That being said, as you can imagine, it's we have guests on there that the tip of the spear news, but so much is happening. We have a very tough time uh, because it gets very, uh, very difficult and kind of off, a little off note to do a lot of the breaking news and other things we would normally do. So that's why we got to play catch up here uh, for a couple of days. Uh, although uh, I, I'm determined not to go on the injured reserve list here, <laughs> given the the four days there. Um, I want to make sure everybody, this uh, financial aspect of this, the Harry Dent uh, interview over at Fox Business, where he said, look, it's been the greatest infusion of uh, liquidity and capital into the system, plus, I don't know, something like um, the, the spending. I get the numbers right because it was like 20, 30 you know, the spending's been out of control since 2008. The infusion of liquidity into the system by fiat currency has been out of control. The deficits have been out of control. We've essentially gone from under $10 trillion to now $34 trillion, okay? And it's going to get higher. And you have two things. You have the fiscal side, which the House has to step up. And if I can give any advice to Mike Johnson at all, the speaker, is don't be conventional, you're talking in political speak. You're talking in D.C. speak. You're talking inside the Beltway speak. And you have just not a national but an international global crisis caused by the spending, the fiscal irresponsibility of the stimulus given where this massive Keynesian stimulus. You inherited uh, – you took this seat over with our backing and the Warren Posse's backing. You don't need to play by the handshake deals that McCarthy had. In fact, you can't. This has to be stopped. And you can't talk about being 1% cuts across the board or, or um, you know, the, the, the small marginal cuts. You have to step up with your team and talk about real cuts. And people are not going to say, oh, you ruined the economy. The lived experience of the economy is absolutely god-awful. People uh, know that. Then you add on top of that the monetary. And the monetary where they're playing hide the football, but it's going to be enormous when we get into all that that's why I need you to go. First off, personally, you need to go to talk to the folks at Birch Gold. Second, you need to get all the end of the dollar empire. We're working on a fifth installment right now, the first four. And, hey, they weren't talking about flooding the zone until we started talking about the gold standard. Getting off the gold standard was the convertibility of dollars into gold in 1971 in mid-August was all done by a wait for it, executive order. It's not a law. Maybe one of those executive orders President Trump tears up. Wait for it. No central bank. Uh, back to a convertibility into gold. Would that shake up the lords of easy money on Wall Street? Maybe. Maybe like a big lot, a <laughs> big time to come after us. Catherine O'Neill, you were with us on 16 campaign. You were in the White House. You were at the State Department fighting for President Trump's policies over there, winning some, losing a couple of three. You came back to the campaign. You've been really one of the best Trump supporters from early on. You were MAGA before MAGA even existed. You're an entrepreneur now. We're so proud of you, what you're doing. You, you've got the ability to ship this beef to people before Christmas. Tell us what you got and how they get it. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me back on. So we're offering a really hot special for the War Room Posse because you guys have been so good to us. We're giving you guys 20% off the entire site-wide um, with the code WARROOM20. We have a very limited amount of inventory left because it's been so popular and we have a lot of really great monthly subscriptions coming up through in the new year. Um, but we do, we've saved a lot of inventory for the War Room Posse and we're giving you guys 20% off. Um, and so go order it now. If you order it tonight, 
It will arrive before Christmas. So this is also a great present to, to give to family members. Um, and so you got to get it now, Steve. Uh, one more time. Where do people go? What can they get? And where do people go to get it? Because we want to make sure everybody gets this. Absolutely. You go to MerryweatherFarms.com and pick what you'd like and use the discount code WARROOM20 for 20% off discount of your order. Wow. MerryweatherFarms.com. And you'll get it by Christmas. By Christmas. When you're sitting around the Christmas table, when you're sitting around the Christmas table having some of this amazing beef, you'll... Thank yourself for taking action today. Catherine O'Neill, we love Heck you, girl. Yeah. Go back to work. Love you too, Steve. <laughs> yeah. One of the best. The O'Neills. The brothers, one of the craziest dudes I ever met. Great family. George Sr., George Jr., Catherine, all of them. Lady Nogrady, she was at Amfest. She was out there with Clay Clark in the Reawaken Tour. Modern day Holy War take us out 6 o'clock. Raheem's going to come back and join us. You will not want to miss it. Back in a moment in the war room. So let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com.
WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.